I guess. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, how's it going? You know, I was uh, been pretty uh, melancholy all day. But then Sess and I, you know, we really enjoy we uh, we just got done with a great uh, um, the, the Dateline Secrets and Lies on the Oxygen Network. Oh, so good. It's so wait, it's a Dateline show. It's a Dateline show. Oxygen, yeah, called, called Secrets, and, Secrets Lies. and Lies. And there's Fuck. just some there's just something about other married couples murdering each other. Yes. that really just puts my wife and I in a great mood, you know, because we're like, That's look, awesome. we're never going to kill each other. Like, yeah, sure, our life's kind of a bummer right now, but at least that we're pretty sure we won't kill each other. Yeah. So, you know, it makes us feel better about our lives. We're like, at least we're not fucking dealing with that. You know? Uh, Have you guys seen White Lotus? I started it. Everyone's telling me about it. I just started it. Oh, and our friend, Simon, well, Simon from Fear Street, Rachel, Mm -hmm. is in it. Oh, is he the son? Oh, he, okay, yeah. He plays such a different character. Yeah. He, yeah, that it was, I didn't really, it didn't register, but now that you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can recognize, like, the voice and yeah. uh, the, the flop hair. The uh, flop hair, yeah. Yeah, I, I will be interested to see what you guys think of it. I mean, it's, Connie Britton is definitely I fucking love her. fantastic. Is she awesome oh, in it? That's Steve Zahn is in it, too. Zach, who he's, and he's Molly Shannon. She yes. hasn't showed up yet. She, uh, Molly Shannon plays such a good rich lady. I don't know if you guys probably never saw the show Divorce, the Sarah Jessica Parker and <laughs> no. uh, Hayden, no. what's his name? Hayden Church. Hayden, um, Thomas Hayden Church. Yes. Yeah. THC. Molly Sh- yeah. THC. THC. Molly Shannon was in that as a, as a wealthy, wealthy lady. And she's, she's good. I mean, she probably is a wealthy lady. So I think she she's has, probably, she has, probably she's doing okay. Some, yeah. I imagine she's doing fine. I need to go to my cosmic doctor and have her remove my neck. Yes, I was going to suggest that as yeah, a this, as a doctor this. myself. Cosmic doctor? Cosmetic doctor. Oh, cosmetic. A cosmic cosmetic doctor. Yeah. She also is probably a rich lady, honestly. Yeah. Like a super rich. She might even be Molly Shannon wealthy, honestly. No, there's no way. I Molly don't know. Shannon's that cosmetic got stuff probably a lot of money. Six million dollars. All right. Molly Shannon has seven million. Oh, good. Oh, Doctor Jennifer. That's good. You figure it'd be more, maybe, but you know, seven million is nothing to sneeze at. I mean, yeah, she's doing okay. If I had seven million dollars right now, I'd quit work. I'd disappear. Really? Yeah, seven yeah, million. I think, sure. I, I think my doctor might have more. Honestly, more if you money. invest it properly, you don't have to work anymore. Five's not enough. Oh, but no, seven I was is. wrong. She's only worth one point five million. Uh, You're right. She's so Molly figured Shannon's it out. Six times more. I mean, $1.5 million, though, is a lot of fucking money for just shooting shit in people's faces. <laughs> what was she shooting in people's faces? Shit. Uh, Juvederm, Kybella. Um, oh, I thought we were still talking about Molly Shannon. My oh, bad. she might do it, too. I don't know, though. I've oh, never seen like that's what they get. Yeah, yeah okay, got Botox. It. Like, I've never... I've, I'm sure Molly Shannon is Molly, capable of doing... She administers Botox on the side. I've read that. I mean, it's probably not that hard, honestly. Yeah. So... No, you just you just shove just it in somebody's face. Just, you just jab build it in the there. Muscles and you jab. That's all they right do. Right in the cheek. Well, that's I get mine in my jawline to Great. keep me from clenching. Well, that's for your bruxism. Yeah, so I don't break my teeth anymore. I get mine in the top of my head just to keep that skin nice and tight. Do you? I thought that was natural. I mean, they do do that for migraines, so but I think that's more back here. You said do do. Speaking of doo-doo, we're lifeline. <laughs> Done. <laughs> we did it, man. It's been a day. 
It's been it's been melancholy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I've been melancholy too. Why are we all melancholy? I don't know. Is it maybe that time? Are we missing pump? the smashing pumpkins? That's why. Speaking of nineties music, go check out our Patreon episode for August. Rachel and I talk about Fear Street Part One, nineteen ninety four. It's only available to patrons who pay $5 and up, though. So ah. if you want to get in on that, you got to go to patreon.com forward slash Podcast. And look, it's a real cliffhanger because we have a lot of questions. We got we got a lot of questions. So many uh, questions. It, it might inspire some spinoffs. Uh, you know, Christopher Pike Podcast. Pike, Pike, Pike Pass. Pikecast. Pike yeah. Uh, we, we have questions about uh, why was it okay that Christopher Pike described so many of his, like, 16, 17-year-old uh, heroines as, like, sexy and hot, and mm-hmm. uh, why, why is that okay? Like, and, yeah. But it wasn't okay to be gay or a lesbian or queer or questioning or mm-hmm. trans or... Fluid? Did you mention fluid? Fluid or um, open. Plasma. Poly. Poly. Uh, asexual people never get any love either. Asexual, yeah. Pan. A- pan. I was um, asexual for a very long time. Yep. Most yes. of my life, I yep. would say. I would agree with that. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hold. I didn't mean to hold the conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, everybody, everybody's just really surprised. We assumed that you were just like constantly <laughs> well, sucking I mean, you and fucking. I didn't talk about the tougher bartender phase. <laughs> yeah. You go asexual after a bartender phase. It's common for yeah. people yeah, to go I, asexual it's to after flush, that. Well, flush I think it all out. I think right. the health department forces exactly. You to go it's a public asexual. safety issue. It's like a quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of public safety issues, we're lifeline. I know I already did it, but uh, poop is a public safety issue. Poop is a public doo-doo. safety doo-doo. issue. Doo 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 doo. That's right. It always comes back to doo doo. Uh, I am doo doo Stephanie. I am not surprised, Rachel. <laughs> I expected that, Rachel. You expected me to be doo-doo? Yeah. Yeah, makes yeah. sense. I mean, you lack imagination. I, I That's true. That's yeah. very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last week was episode 84. We talked about Dead on Campus. Woo! We celebrated. 84! Back, back to school. Yeah, go 84. That's a good year. I mean, was it? Sure. I mean, Reagan was brought Corvettes back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think, or maybe they brought him back in 83. I don't know. Doesn't matter, because now we're on episode 85. Oh, Brother yeah. Brother David was born in 85, so. Ah. Great. Yeah. It's an omen. So this episode is dedicated to you, David, if you ever decide to listen. He's never, he's never listened to me as just like a regular just at human all? being. Yeah. Like, yeah. ever. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. Well, listen to us and go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us, please. Please. I, I might week. actually commit to saying I love you once if if a new person if a new person Ooh. rates us and and reviews us and like you don't even have to review us you can you can list out the order that you prefer to do your laundry in and that's yeah. totally fine. Also, maybe maybe give give me instructions on how to properly do laundry because I've never known. I pour vinegar in my laundry. You now. put them in the dryer first. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. absolutely. I've, I've come up with a way. theory. Yeah. Now we're we're at thirty three reviews, right? We've been holding at thirty three reviews. Yeah, Here's what it like is. June. Jesus. It's it's yes, exactly. It's because we are the Trinity. We are a lot of people's spiritual center. I understand that. I feel that coming from you guys. And so a lot of people, because that's the same year that the Christ died, and they look at us as basically three Christs 
in human form on earth. Not that they were the return of Christ, but pretty close. Yeah. And so they're telling people like, hey, don't review them. We don't want to like mess it up. We don't stop all that shit. Okay. Because like we're here to free all of y'all like Neo from the Matrix. Okay. Go ahead. Give us all the love. Here's the thing. We are like um, a completely empty vessels because we're all, quote unquote, artists in different mediums. And really, that just means there's like a hole that not even drugs and alcohol and food can fill. And we need strangers to tell us we're awesome. And if we don't get that, Lord, Lord God, Jesus Christ on the on the on the cross in his throne with the crowns, we'll fucking we'll go crazy. Okay, you don't want three completely unhinged people at your door yelling a podcast at you at three in the morning. But that's if that's what it fucking takes. We'll yell the podcast at you. We will literally come to your house on your lawn and we will yell this podcast (laughs) at you. Didn't we talk about doing that for Christmas? Like, yeah, yeah. Caroling, but yes, yeah. yeah. We're, it's going to happen regardless. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Whether we get well, paid to review or not. But you, instead of if you rate and review us, instead of us doing it to you, you can point us in the direction of your enemy, and we will do it to them. Absolutely. So, like paying it forward. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or gang yeah. stalking. I mean, I went to the dentist the other day just so I could get my nice, parking validated. Brag. Nice uh. stepping on the punchline. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, what was the punchline? To get your parking validated? Yeah, because Zach's talking about we need validation. I was saying, yeah. look, I'm so desperate for validation. Uh, that I went to the dentist just so well, I could get my parking validated. If I would yep. shut my big trap, I would have gotten that. I know. Man. Let's do it again. No, let's okay. not. We're just oh. going to keep it in there exactly as it is, and Rachel will be a cul-de-sac again. Everybody. That's nickname, her nickname around the podcast. I thought it was a dead end. Everybody's you know, going to laugh. Depends on how I'm feeling about you. Cul-de-sac oh. is when... Well, cul-de-sacs, you can get out. Dead ends, you can't get out. <laughs> yeah, Let's, yeah. You I like to think end. of you as an escapable dead end. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aww. Like a black hole or a, a Like mugger. a gray a gray hole. I don't think you can escape a black hole. I think that's uh, It's a gray of, hole. Yeah. yeah. Gray holes you can get out of, I believe. Yeah, it's like the oh. cul-de-sac of black holes. Oh, yeah. Holes. Yeah, yeah. I got a gray hole. What, uh... <laughs> like... From the hair or is it from yeah. the skin? It's just, or do we want to know? It's just not a good scene back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, speaking of not good scenes, uh, I don't have anywhere to. There's, uh, also, if you uh, want to email speaking, us. Speaking of wrecked assholes. <laughs> email us at lifewinepodcast at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you as well. I mean, if Stephanie hadn't like taken the time to like ask them to email us, I think that was a perfect segue. Wrecked assholes. Terrible scenes. Where's the wrecked assholes come in? I mean, I mean, we'll find some. There, this is this movie is about a bunch of wrecked assholes. Okay. All right. On that note, Zach, do you want to know the name of the movie, and do you want to tell on. us what you think the movie's about? Oh God, hold on. I'm wondering if I should tell you the name of the movie post colon. Because you mean after Rach- my asshole. <laughs> Because, Rach, what do you think? I mean, it's still pretty obvious, but... Say say the post-colon part. Post-colon. Murder, murder on trial in Italy. Oh, yeah. Murder okay, on yeah. trial Which is, in Italy. Just leave Which it there. Is, yeah, leave yeah. There. So, Zach, yeah. Tonight's movie yes. is blank, yeah. colon. Yeah. Murder on trial in Italy. Which is a okay. bit wordy. Yeah. It is. So, this is... 
you know, I it's funny that we're doing this because Ed Ed Asner just passed away. R.I.P. Uh, we 91 years. We talked, to him. We, we we did. talked about him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, R.I.P. So it's 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 kismet, if you will, that uh, that we're talking about this movie. He was in this movie that the the one you said murder and, on trial in yeah. Italy, and it's Dom DeLuise's last film um, oh. ever made. And it's about – so there was a real Chef Boyardee. A lot of people don't realize that, that there was actually a Chef Boyardee. And um, not only did he go on trial for murdering his lifelong partner, uh, Giuseppe uh, Tomato Face, Fasce, <laughs> Giuseppe Tomato Fasce. Right. Uh, he murdered his business partner over a deal with uh, Miss, Mrs. Stouffer's. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Stouffer's, who was a real person, was trying to buy buy the company. He murdered him. But not only did he murder him, during the trial, he murdered six other people. Wow. Because he decided the, 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 the switch had been flipped, and he's like, I got the taste. Yeah. Now I'm definitely – they got me dead to rights. You know, they, they saw the handprints of tomato sauce all over his face and buttock. His fascia. His fascia and his buttock. It was a mess back there. Um, Gray holish, some would say. Yes. Wrecked assholes. Wrecked assholes. Well, that there's a scene in the movie where they're all at a punk club, and oh. the band that's playing is the Wrecked Assholes. Nice. Can we hear um, some of the lyrics? From yeah, you? it was. It's a. It's a really good song. It's like, oh man, oh man, too many burritos, too many burritos, hot sauce, hot sauce, hot sauce, hot sauce, wrecked asshole, wrecked asshole. I got a wrecked asshole. Other day I went around the street and got a burrito and then I ate it and I drank the hot sauce and I drank the beer and I drank the whiskey and I drank the booze and I drank the cocaine. Wrecked asshole, wrecked asshole, wrecked asshole, wrecked asshole. So is that supposed to be like metaphorical or? No, it's kind of, it's a bit on the sphincter, if you oh, will. The band's okay. name was Wrecked Asshole. So it's like a big country situation where they have a. Yes, oh. well, song it's, it's, it's like the, the band Bad Company writing the song right. Bad, yeah, Company Bad Company on yeah. the album Bad, Bad Company. Company. So, the album, so the album that came from this movie was also called The Wrecked Asshole from the Wrecked Assholes. And the well, it's, it's after three colons. It's blah, 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 murder in the Italian court. Yep. <laughs> Semi co- semicolon parentheses. Yeah. Semicolon. The wrecked asshole. A, semi- a semicolon. <laughs> fascia. So Ed Asner plays the judge who starts investigating the murders that's happening. A judge dur- investigates the murders. Right. Yeah. Well, it's Italy. <laughs> okay. They do it's things Italy. differently. Ed Asner's <laughs> accent is it's perfect. You would think uh, he grew up. In 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 the north of Italy, in the in the enchanted uh, Alps of northern Italy, making making a, a cheese. Anyway, so there's a big fight scene at the end, and it's just these two old fat guys, completely shirtless. Mm. There's just like, of course, it's raining, of right? Course. There's a lot of scenes. It's a Jim Jeremish movie, ah. so it's real odd. The black and white. It, it, a lot of uh, a lot of just dialogue for no reason, but and it's kind of funny. Bill Murray's in it. He's literally in every scene. He's just in the background. <laughs> um, it's it's a fine film. Uh, once again, Nine Inch Nails did the soundtrack. Yeah, uh, even even with wrecked assholes. So it's yes. Well, so wrecked assholes. He produced their stuff, and it's really that's just Motley Crue. Oh, yeah. 
Yep. Mm. So uh, there it is. Were you going to say in drag? No. no. <laughs> I didn't stop myself from saying that. So, And honestly, Motley Crue from like the early 80s, it's hard to tell whether they were doing drag or not. Exactly. So, yeah. That's why. Yeah. Who knows? No makeup. Yeah. Loose pants. Loose pants. <laughs> well, if you've seen Vince Neil lately, he has to wear loose pants because he's like, <laughs> the guy's like 5'8 and he's 340 pounds. Wait, didn't he create Breaking Bad? According no. to I wish I wish Vince Neil like in another alternate universe. He left Motley Crue in like 1986, started doing like little screenwriting gigs here and there, came up with this really good idea, spent 10 years writing the script. Finally, AMC just, you know, coming up as an there's like, ah, we'll pick this up. We'll pay this guy nothing to do this. Boom. He's winning Emmys. He's laughing at Tommy Lee. Holy shit. He is fat. Oh, yeah. Not to fat he shame looks, anyway. He looks terrible. Yeah, but yeah, he's a... Not, not the other he's Vince a, He's a decent-sized man. The other Vince <laughs> Neil. Wait, there is really only oh, okay. one, right? <laughs> kind of like Highlander. Right. Motley Lander. Motley Lander. <laughs> Crew Lander. I mean, they definitely won the hair metal wars. Like when, I agree. You know, for sure. Great. Well, so how was my... It was wrong. Oh. So... Wait, the name. wait, shit. Did I did I watch the fucking wrong movie again? Because that was spot on <laughs> from what I saw. It sounds like it'd be a good movie, honestly, the yeah. one I made. I mean, especially oh, yeah. with Bill Murray in the background do. of John everything. John Deluise. Sometimes it's Bill Murray. <laughs> I killed it. <laughs> did he run over him on his scooter? Yes, on his scooter. Beep, beep. Yep. <laughs> Those were the worst victims ever. They They were asking for it at that point. If they didn't well, so now I'm curious what the name is in your mind. What is before the colon? What is the identifier that I kept from you? I can't remember the name, but I remember there was like something about a British college student or an American college student that was like accidentally killed a roommate while she Amanda was going Knox. to Knox. Yes. Is that who we're talking Good about? Good job. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. That's impressive. Nice. Yes. I Very impressive. I yeah. did it. Yeah. The summary of the film is... It's based on the international headline-grabbing story of the now infamous American exchange student accused by Italian authorities of brutally killing her roommate, Amanda Knox. Murder on trial in Italy poses the question of whether Knox—I'm sorry. So murder is on trial in this film title. Right, right. Does that make sense? Am no. I it's, wrong? It's, it's Italian. It's yeah. oh, the, this is the this is the Italian this is the English translation from the yeah. original Italian. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. You know how no. the Italian is on trial in the Seth Carter room. You know is there an Italian. alternate title for IMDb? I'm so sorry. No, it's just Amanda Knox and IMDb. So just oh, it's okay. 2011, 2011. I yeah. got you. Uh, so yeah, just to wrap up the summary, the Seattle honors student accused of murdering her college roommate with her boyfriend and acquaintance actually. You know, it doesn't matter because this I've completely butchered this summary. Let's just talk about Much like she did to her roommate. Or uh, did she? I'm kidding. She did fucking not. Uh, yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think yeah. so either. Yeah. So Amanda Knox was an American exchange student in Italy for 10 months and her roommate was brutally, her throat was brutally slashed. This all happened in 2007. Like and OJ style, like damn near cut her head off, right? Pretty I deep. Was it, I don't was know. it that deep? I, I, don't, I mean, I, I mean, really I guess but, no matter what, it's deep when you're dead. You know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, I have no idea. 
most of my knowledge of this case actually came from uh, the book that I now consider what completely discredited any respect or belief that I had in uh, Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, really? Yeah, but but I think he does a, a decent job of defending Amanda Knox somewhat in the, the what book. What book is this that he? Uh, uh, I told you guys about it earlier. I remember. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll look. I'll look. Why it up. would I'll Malcolm look. Gladwell write a book about Amanda Knox? Talking to strangers. So it's talking to strangers. So the whole book, the whole premise of the book, is controversial cases like Amanda Knox that came up and like how how do how are we supposed to really understand each other and how are we supposed to really know who's telling the truth and who's not telling the truth and i mean i've always been a little skeptical of malcolm gladwell because you know i mean he's a he's a good writer he's a good storyteller whatever but he also in that same book i wouldn't go as far as say defends uh brock turner but gets as close to defending Brock Turner. Brock Turner, huh. Brock Turner. Is he in Futurama? The, the, no. <laughs> He's the, the, the swimmer rapist The swimmer from Stanford. rapist. Stanford. Oh. Swimmer yeah. Rapist. The guy fuck who Brock Turner. Okay, Stanford. I know Stanford. Yeah. Okay. Fuck his yeah. father. I didn't yeah, know his yeah. name. The, the guy that the, the judge was like, gave him like six months and Boys will be and, boys. Essentially. Yeah, boys yeah. well, he boys. was like, I don't want to ruin his life. Yeah, like, he's he has, a Stanford he's such a guy, student. Yeah. yeah, he's got such a promising career. And he shouldn't have fucked it up then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, his victim didn't have a choice in it. So fucked um, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her life is ruined. The person yeah. that found him raping that girl the has to live with that for yeah, fucking ever. Yeah, the two people. Yeah. The two people who, had, who chased yeah, him down. Yeah, there's multiple like, victims. Yeah. yeah. But in the same breath, I'll say so that I... Fit? Okay. Well, he doesn't really... He... <sighs> He puts the onus on on men too that they shouldn't get super drunk. But he's basically like, well, you know, people are drunk, and it's hard to determine who wants what when they're drunk. And like this, I don't think the Brock Turner case was a case of like it was him, flat out rape. Him, him I mean, not it was, communicating well. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a drunk girl, like you know, giving him signals. Like if you were behind a dumpster. And you run away when people see you doing what you're doing. You are guilty as fuck. Absolutely. I don't care how drunk you are. Absolutely. You know what you're doing is wrong and you're yep. trying to hide yep. from the consequences of your actions. Because yep. you show shame. You show immediate fucking shame and remorse. <laughs> but in the, in, in the same breath, I'm going to say I did believe him on his side of Amanda Knox. And I will only say... My defense to that is the science more was on the side of Amanda Knox. And I don't understand this whole like salation, like how they tried to turn her into this, you know, promiscuous woman that somehow that invalidates her. I mean, you're fucking Italy. Like, uh, what was his name? The prime minister was caught with Berlusconi. Berlusconi. Yeah. He was caught with like 17 year old prostitutes. It's fucking Italy, right? yeah, Yeah. Like. Yeah, and, like, there's even, like, hints or or kind of, like, one of the opening scenes where she's just gotten to Italy and her younger sister has gotten there. She's like, they have a saying here that, what was it, like, everything's illegal, but nothing's Nothing's prohibited. prohibited. Or or forbidden, or, yeah. Everything's illegal and nothing's forbidden, yeah. Yeah. This movie um, just really pisses me off because it's just, I I don't know much about the, the criminal justice system in Italy, but this one was so, this case seemed like something that would so happen 
in the United States, but not right. necessarily to a, a privileged white girl. Yeah, be a black but, man. Yeah, that like literally <laughs> no a white evidence against her. In North Carolina. Do what? The stairs guy. The stairs oh, guy. Oh, okay. Like there's there's literally no evidence, and you know, like Malcolm Gladwell wasn't like generous or or kind to her either. He he said a lot of um, somewhat derogatory things, like that she was just incredibly immature. But it's more just the science wasn't there, and there wasn't really a good motive. Yeah. And I'm sorry if you're gonna tell me that a 20 year old brutally murdered her roommate. You're going to have to give me a pretty solid motive, and you're going to have to give me um, a history of instability that would indicate yeah. first violence. offense, first yeah. snap. It's yeah. yeah, she had no reason. Whereas the other man who was convicted, like I don't know his history, I have no idea. However, I do know that you know if he raped her, he definitely has much more of a motive than like her roommate just wanted her to clean more. Like, right. stabbing I mean, somebody to death over, like, ask, being asked to clean more when you have yeah. no history Did you touch my almonds? You fucking slut. Did you touch my fucking almonds? I mean, I'm going to cut your ma- goddamn head off. What are yeah. those Macron almonds? What are those things called? The the oil, almonds that are in the oil? If they're those almonds, I would fucking cut somebody's head off for that shit. Yeah. Mm. Those yeah. almonds are goddamn good. Oh, you got to kill for a legume now and then. Are almonds an, legumes or just I don't know. I, think I don't know. I wanted to work the word legume into a sentence today Sorry. and it worked out. Thank you. Did it though? I mean, it didn't though. <laughs> it's but, okay. Uh, Buzzball scale. Yeah, yeah. I was, you know, this movie makes me so angry. Like, just the story, not the movie itself. Yeah. The movie, I thought, did a pretty good job. There were, there were definitely some things that really annoyed me about this film that we'll get into. Like, mm-hmm. for one... That the girl, the main girl's name was Hayden something or the other, and she looked like the other Hayden. And I was like, Another why? Hayden. Yeah, this is, I'm going to say her, I'm going to butcher her name. I looked it up, too. It's uh, Hayden Penetieri. 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 And she, she the, absolutely is capable of murder. Now, real quick, I don't mean to step on you, Stephanie, but everybody knows that all these kids, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake... Um, one, another couple of actors, this girl, all these kids that get brought up in the Disney circles, all MK Ultra. Well, what was she? All of them MK Ultra. What was her Disney story though? Because I don't, I know her name, but I haven't seen anything so she's she, done. She's been acting since she was like seven I, years old. I figured she had to be. She was on yeah. the show Nashville, if people remember that, Here, or with okay. Homegirl that Here's we mentioned why she from like White that Lotus. Other Hayden is what because she Hayden? is that Hayden. I was like, she looks so much. I was like wondering, that girl. I was like, what other Hayden is she talking yeah. about? Well, honestly, I was really moved by her performance in this movie. I was no, very. She she did fantastic. I was she, blown away. She's, she's a great actress. What yeah. annoyed me about it is like she's very very attractive, mm-hmm. and Amanda Knox is not unattractive, but she's not. I was like, like we didn't have to make her. That's. And Amanda Knox didn't dress that way either. I was going to say, that's what annoyed me about this, is that part of the whole issue with the way that the Italian and even the the American media framed her was that she was this promiscuous girl. Therefore, she has no morals. Therefore, that equals she's a murdering bitch. Right. And the fact that, like, you know, that whole Foxy Noxy that um, Amanda Knox had the nickname Foxy Noxy, and it was it was a childhood nickname. It was a sports related nickname, 
And, you know, of course, people got a hold of this and they made it out to be, oh, she's Foxy and Oxy. Yeah. And they, they made... They shamed her. Yeah, yeah, they did. And, and, and then slut shaming, but to the, the exponential level of then somehow it equals murder. Yeah, the prosecution's case was based on the theory that it was a sex game gone wrong. Who yeah. cares if she if she fucked people up and down the, the, the right. Mediterranean especially, coast? Especially yeah. in Italy. Like, I you're mean, you're guys, 20 like, years old. You're eating yeah. ecstasy. Yeah. And there's just yeah. wieners and vagus everywhere. But the, the what really annoyed me <laughs> lying on this, the ground. Right on the <laughs> beach. Sand you just pick on that it up. one. Blow it off. It's fine. <laughs> bop, See, bop, the bop. seagull comes down and takes <laughs> it out of your hand. My dick. <laughs> My wiener. <laughs> Sorry, Rach, go on. <laughs> no, I was thinking about that. What was that song? Um, detach- detachable penis. penis. Yeah. I was like, it's not detachable wiener. It's detachable not disassociated penis. dick. I like disassociated I- <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah. That's my yes. new podcasting. But that sounds like a dick that like has disassociative episodes and kills people while you're asleep. Hey, not everybody with disassociative identity disorder kills people, Zach. Yeah, yeah but most of rare. them are capable of it. Be an ally. Yeah. No. No, only my mental health counts. Be a mental health ally, you psycho. <laughs> that was pretty funny stuff. That was that was, that was pretty funny. There. We'll make a uh-huh. 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 uh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So what really annoyed me about this is that the the movie made her her character uh, character right. swish 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 right. into this extremely sexual and conf- overly confident young woman who. Yeah. Yeah, everything was kind of like when she first meets this love interest, uh, which I didn't realize she only knew him for what, like a week? Six days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I but didn't he's realize Italian. Raffaele. Yeah. And like everything that he says to her, she uses as like a way to turn it into like a sexual innuendo or. And I oh, know like that, when he asks, so you're not wearing panties? That yeah. Was well, no, um, he was. He was making it a sexual innuendo. Well, no, That's pretty no, sexual. Saying, no, but I'm saying, like, they, I, yeah, and, like, they I were, know part of the problem with her was they, She was in this she, new relationship, and they were all yeah, over each other during yeah. the investigation. And, it was and a little I, inappropriate. It's super inappropriate. Absolutely. But being inappropriate, being immature, being unempathetic doesn't necessarily... And, and we weren't privy to those private conversations. I mean... Who knows what they were saying, but they they made her seem even more callous than I would assume that she was. Yes, I I would imagine she was extremely immature, and I would imagine she that she was twenty. Yeah, absolutely. she was away from home for the first time, first yeah. time. in her life, you know, and she was yeah. exploring herself and yeah, it just really and murdering people, you know, sometimes <laughs> and when you're murdering people, you know, sometimes that's you find yourself, energy. you know, sometimes Mur- the yeah. murder is the death that we find in somebody else. Oh, very poignant. <laughs> I feel what? like what maybe in Italy, she's maybe she it. saw oh, okay. like, maybe she saw a murder and she's like, oh, I guess it's cool here. Or, or, or she saw your movie. Actual, <laughs> actual Hayden Penetiere flipped the switch, MK Ultra. So now the CIA is using her as an assassin to uh. what? What? Frame Amanda Knox, right? And then take over the American public's Minds and hearts and minds, right? And now yeah. everybody's sucked into this man Knox thing, and then what? Boom, Obama drone strikes Yemen. Nobody's paying attention. Two, 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 and two, make well, 11. Check it, it out. He did it a couple years after. Right? This. Exactly. Oh. Two, yeah. two, 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 and 11. I, okay. 
And I and I think most okay. Americans were not on Amanda Knox's side, actually. I think like, yeah, I but mean, they, I were, they were no, engrossed. Uh, they were engrossed by the Americans story. Americans yeah. were, Italians weren't. It was very, I mean, obviously I can't speak for every American, but the general consensus was the American public Belie- believed was her. loudly, yeah, because of... They well, we heard that there was police brutality and forced confessions, and they questioned her for. Yeah, yeah. this movie is Fuck really Mussolini. provocative to me. Oh, I said like, it. Here's the well, and here's the question I have: Is does the movie want us to think she did it or not? Because they frame it in a way that makes her look innocent. However, we see motive at times where she's mad at her. But the, but the movie also came out when she was still in prison. So yeah, she hadn't which, been. Yeah, which exactly. I did not realize how long she spent in prison, which is just Four absolutely years. insane. That's crazy. I Locked saw, up abroad in real life. Holy fuck. I mean, that's what that show's also about. Right. It's people. my biggest fear. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, Locked oh, Up Abroad is a, in oh, real yeah. life is a show? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. it's horrifying. It oh. is a horrifying show. But I thought you were usually just people, things. usually the people who were locked up did do something. What did you say? I, 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 said, I thought you, you know, were just saying things. My usual no, no. babble, inning yeah. babble. But it was actually a title of something. No, it's actually a yeah. show. Yeah. That's what I, I threaten the dogs with that when they're misbehaving. Like, that's Aww. what I call I'm like, do you want to be locked up abroad? That's what I call their phrase sometimes. Because <laughs> you're abroad. I get it. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I lock <laughs> them up with my love. Aww. Yeah, so this movie came out when she... Oh, yeah. So she hadn't been released from prison when it came out. I did not realize she'd spent four years in prison. That four is horrific. Because she was convicted initially, and then there's an appeals process. But And then what I, I saw an article, because I didn't know much about Patrick... I'm going to slaughter his last name, and it's an easy last name. Patrick Lombana? Nope. Uh, Lombana? Lombana. You've got it right. Lombana. Lombana. Mm -hmm. And I saw an article about how Amanda Knox owes him so much. And look, I'm not saying she doesn't, like, owe him some. And I don't don't know. I've never kept up with this. So I don't know if they have a relationship now. I don't know if she's, like, apologized to him publicly. I have no idea. But what made me really mad is that they were saying that this article was arguing that she needed to apologize to this man. And maybe she does. Like, yeah, she probably does. However, there's a misunder, like a, a huge lack of understanding there that what the cops do to people, how they coerce them. And that I think she was probably equally a, a, a victim. And this movie goes into that. And I don't know, you know, again, we're not privy to like the interview with her and what happened in that interview room and how she ended up implicating him or accusing him. Yeah. But I, I wholeheartedly believe that that was the cops that, you know, that was the yeah. prejudice stemming from the cops. They projected on her Yeah. and she probably was. And not that this is a Malcolm Gladwell, podcast but he does actually in that same book go into how unfruitful interrogations like that are because people right. are so stressed that they they can't oh, yeah. remember well anything. that's how They're you so get false confession right right all the you time know, she was questioned for 50 hours the movie she says 13 it was actually 50 five zero wow and so of course you know by that point and she's st- and so yeah it's really unclear in the movie how they want us to what they want us to think because they they do frame it as in that she's getting forced to confess and that she's getting deprived of sleep and that she's confused and doesn't know what happened. But then we see these little subtle scenes where she's at the job interview with Patrick Lumbana, who ends up being her boss and her roommate, Meredith, who ends up getting murdered later, is making a mojito and he says, oh, you should be a bartender here. And 
Amanda Knox has, has just secured a job there as a waitress, but she looks jealous. They like, just look yeah. on her face like she's jealous of her getting a bar getting offered this bartending position, like as if there's motive there. there yeah, there's a couple weird scenes, like, like this scene where she's talking to her roommate Meredith, and it's just a few scenes before that one. And Meredith is like, look, I don't want to make a whole thing out of this, but like you need to clean more. And she just like loses her, not loses, nobody loses their shit, but it's like, yeah, Amanda Knox is like, oh, okay. Well, but she's like, Amanda Knox. Yeah. And, and like, especially when Meredith is the one who says, I don't want to make a thing out of this. And Amanda Knox is like, I I do clean. And she's like, no, you don't. She's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know it bothered you. And she's like, well, I shouldn't have to tell you. And you're just like, why is Meredith being a bitch about this? And then, like, but again, no 20 year old. I think an airplane just murdered a cat outside my house. Oh, the cat, was, the it's cat was here. The airplane was at your place and the cat oh, was here. It happens a lot more than people it. realize. It, yeah, murder murder cat airplane. Nope, cat murder happens. airplane, Matt. Kurt, no, yep. the cat murdered the airplane. A, yes. A, a, a cat named Matt murdered an airplane. There yeah. was nobody on board, though. It was a drone. Everything Matt, works Matt out. The, Everything Matt works the cat out. is a great name. Look, it's Matt it the cat. Matt the cat. It's <laughs> perfect. But yeah, like no twenty-year-old is going to murder somebody. Yeah. Over, like I have an extremely bad temper at times, and I'm incredibly, or I, at least when I was twenty, I was com- completely oh, I was, unstable. I was and so I would unstable. Never murdered anybody. And but now, yeah, like, not had somebody close. in my life been murdered, I, I probably would have been a prime suspect. But like, I never was even like in the realm of possibility, especially something. That violent of a crime, it's yeah. so personal. Yeah. I like how you guys are throwing a bunch of wases around. Was? Was, was unstable. Was crazy. Dude, you a, oh, I get it. <laughs> you know, it sounds like this is a good time for you to be alone for a minute, Zach, and do an interlude. What? I can't be alone. I can't. Yep. I can't. It's crippling. I'm muting it, too, so then you're going to be, like, really alone. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking muting it, too, you, you sadgasm. It's time for Zach's interlude. It's time for Zach's interlude. Gotta interlude a certain amount of time. Why the ladies pee? I'm just gonna sit here and rhyme. It's the interlude, Zach's interlude. Crazy dude with an interlude. Well, I also don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. So I'm going to go hang out with my wife because she's lovely. I'm going to get out of here. And um, I I got a buddy coming in. Hold on. Hold on, everybody. Hey, just pour. No, just on ice is fine. I like it on the rocks. I like it kind of cool. Hi. Hey. Hey, everyone. It is Jeffrey Beauregard Clayton. Uh, your sassy psychic here. My OnlyFans site was shut down. Um, they, it's no more penetrations, just boobies. I guess you could flash a little wean if you wanted to, but I'm more of a shower, not a grower. But, you know, so I've run out a bit of an income and I was just over here seeing if 
Zach and his lovely wife would let me stay on the couch or something, but I don't, it's not seeming like that's going to happen. They're, I don't know, they're going through some things and such. And Zach's been real sad. He's been just a, I, you know, my grandmama, she'd call it frowny fever, um, is one thing she'd call it. But any old who, I decided since Zach, he's been through several psychologists and psychiatrists and all kinds of stuff. And I tried to read his palm, but he didn't like the way I was doing it because it was with my penis. And so, um... Jeffrey, did you put on, are you wearing a black silk robe? Well, it's one of my many kimonos. I'm very famous. I I, I have the largest kimono uh, uh, collection in all of Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, anyway, uh, for what does Zach, that mean? You have like three kimonos? No, I have over sixteen hundred kimonos. Many of them from a Japanese lady that gets them from uh, Turkmenistan, but they're very nice. This is. I was one. really hoping you were going to say Costco. No, uh, they have Costco's in Turkmenistan. They're called. Costco's. Um, so I was about to do a not a psychic reading for Zach. What we're gonna do is, I, I'm gonna channel a, 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 a proctologist from the 1860s. His name's uh, Doctor Peter Dan- Lord Byron, Doctor Peter Daniels. So I'm gonna channel him, and then he's gonna we're gonna ask him questions to help Zach get out of his sadness. Okay, here we go. Uh, 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 oh, oh. <clears throat> Hello, this is Lord Byron Stephen Daniels Proctology. How may I, I help you? Lord Byron, Dr. Peter Daniels Proctology from the 1860s. Zach has just been ever so sad lately, and, and he's just having troubles. I was wondering if you could diagnose him. Well, perhaps he has uh, what we would call is sad sack syndrome. And perhaps if he was a woman, I would prescribe uh, uh, weekly rides on the Orgasmatron or perhaps quilting or something like that from the 1860s. It was a different time, so I'm allowed to say these things. I am hip. I am woke as a ghost. Ghosts hear everything. But I would suggest perhaps uh, a good belt of whiskey in the evening. Um, perhaps a, a long ride through the grounds, if he must. Uh, always stiff up a lip, keep your head down, and continue to work as hard as you can. For queen, for country! Well, you just get on out of here. I don't like all that queeny country talk. I mean, I love country music. Alan Jackson. Mm, and you are mm. a queen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're calling me a sodomite, I disagree. So, even though the good doctor just came from the 1860s, I'm assuming well, he came he, from outer space or whatever. But he was alive in the 1860s. Was he, where where was his country of origin? Was he? British? Was he I think American? he was, yeah, some sort of like uh, Irish or I think they had those back then. The, um, the Irish had been invented by that point? I believe so. I think oh, they were allowed to I like do whatever that. it is they yeah. were doing, come over to America and fuck yeah. it all up with their whiskeys I think and their the Irish were invented high potatoes. tight bottoms. Like the Irish what about been, Cheetos? The, the Irish had invent, were inventing potatoes. So like 
The Irish had been they invented had to, like the 1840s. They were the yeah. Irish, yes, they invented Latinos because they wanted to shift the blame a little bit. They were just getting <laughs> sick of being called out. They were like, we got to get some different kind of folks over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hands up, hands up, not, not culpable. <laughs> So, look, y'all, I've got to get out of here. Yep. Zach's on his way. He's bringing me a vodka <laughs> drink, but he's asked me to take it with him. He doesn't care that I'm still in a glass. He just really wants me to leave. And I think that's just so sweet. He needs. He knows I need my alone time, too. So I love everybody out there, and I just want to say, y'all watch out now. Bye, Joffrey. Bye, Joff- Jeffrey. Look, I'll say his name. Man, get, the, get out of here. What time? No. Jesus Christ, cannot believe that we are loosely related. Wait, Anywho. how are you related? His oh, grandparents. He's like, it's like a third cousin. Yeah. Oh. His oh. grandparents are cousins with some people that with used to other. be swingers with my grandparents. So, so what was he just doing to you? Do we need to call the police? Yeah, no. Hey, will you show us on the microphone where he, where he touched you? Now we're going to yeah. get back to the show. The interlude is over. Awesome. So... So Everyone lives happily ever after. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Amanda Knox. So this movie came out in 2011. Yeah, and, and so she had been in prison like right then and there. And I didn't, I didn't know this. It wasn't a surprise to me that Italy has does not have a double jeopardy law. That, right. So she could be retried. So she served four years, appealed, then she got out. So she's she's free and uh, alive and lives in America and, and all that now. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Do you guys think that she like will never go to an Italian restaurant? Oh yeah. <laughs> like she's like Maggiano's Maggi go fuck no, itself. Like never yeah. Can you imagine her going to Olive Garden? Oh like, <laughs> well nobody goes to Olive Garden. Would you Garden. would you like like the tour of Italy? She's like, no, I've had it. It was I've terrible. Been here. It was awful. <laughs> God, no, you know, I know we The joke. chicken parmesan in Italian prison is very dry. Uh, but God, what what PTSD must that poor woman have? Like, I mean, she's I, know. Oh, I can't imagine you know how, like, we all have nightmares about like we're back in school. Yeah. She has nightmares literally about being back in prison, like Italian prison. Yeah. Well, and and fuck murder tally. Fuck murder tally is uneventful because believe it or not, there's zero of both, and that's because they had to cut the murder scene out of the movie because. This was about to be released. It was going to be coincided with uh, them announcing her verdict. And so the family, Knox's family, and then Meredith's family as well, the victim's family. Really? Uh, they made Lifetime cut this scene? De- yeah, they had cease no and they, they didn't want the movie to come out at all. Wow. And now, and now that she's... Either one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and, and there there are loads of inaccuracies, of course. Yeah. Uh, the, so this, this movie came came under a lot of fire and I feel that now it's, it's we're able to watch it and it's fine now because she's been yeah because, because it's been free. so long and yeah she's yeah, like I mean, 34 sure. years old which is crazy to me that she's been through all this and right. now she's she's married and she has kids and you know she's she she's probably happy. won't she, murder those people she wrote <laughs> yeah she wrote some, she wrote a book and yeah Steph, can we talk about one scene? And I just yeah. want to know, it, it, it was not supposed to be a moment of comic relief, but okay. uh, it was so ridiculous. The The moment where she's actually convicted, and it's supposed to probably be this incredibly powerful moment where Amanda Knox is convicted, and then, you know, the courtroom is, is going crazy. Oh, yeah. And then Marsha Gay Harden, who's playing Amanda Knox's mother, connects eyes 
with Meredith, the victim's mother. Oh, and right. she just, like, Meredith's mother is supposed to give her, like, this glare. But it was almost comical because they focused on it so long. And she was, like, kind of squinting her eyes. Too. Yeah, and she's, like, squinting her eyes and, like, cocking an eyebrow. And it's just, like... I told you so. Like, you yeah. can imagine somebody who's making fun of, like, Clint Eastwood making this face. Like, <laughs> That's mm-hmm. funny. It didn't, I guess Grand it didn't Torino. stick out to me as ridiculous. I need to watch it again because I was oh just. Oh, my gosh. Because. I, I thought it really did a I disservice to the moment. <laughs> the entire. Yeah, it's a, it's an infuriating story. And I plus, Marsha Gay Harden, I'm sorry. Uh, she, she, she looks like, uh, she looks wounded by this look, obviously, because she's the mother of the, the girl who was, you know, convicted and. Yeah, I mean, it was supposed to be very powerful, and I, I understood what they were going for is because you do hear that a lot. Yeah. Um, ooh, and if anybody wants to take a moment out of their life and watch an incredible documentary, To Die in Jerusalem, it's actually about that. Um, it's about a... a Palestinians? A, yes, it's about an Israeli <laughs> young woman uh, who's actually named Rachel, who is the only person <laughs> to die in a um, suicide uh, an attempted suicide bomber, and the the young woman who was a suicide bomber also died. But her only victim was this young woman named Rachel. Oh. And the the mothers, it's uh, obviously the suicide bomber in this film is Palestinian, since Rachel is Israeli, and it's actually about the mothers meeting. And oh, is, whoa, that sounds heavy, dude. It is. And it's it a is. documentary. It's a documentary. It came out probably probably about the same time Amanda Knox was being convicted. Yeah. It was like er, early 2000s, um, like maybe 2007 to 2010. It's incredible. Um, and it just, I mean, obviously they're two isolated people, so they do not speak for an entire ethnicity or population. Sure. But it, it is really just incredible. There are different perspectives on... Palestine and is Israel mm-hmm. and like what their daughters both and well one daughter died and then what the other daughter did and like it's it's a, it's it's so powerful yeah. and I think that's what this this look between these two Marsha Gay Harden and this other actress were supposed to convey in this this scene it was supposed to be that powerful of two mothers who just lost their children yeah and one blaming the other mother. And it was, but it was completely lost by, I think maybe you're right. Maybe it was the slow motion that like, feel like they they slow motioned a couple times, which was a strange choice. They slow motion during Amanda and Raffaele's first date, because they, they do focus a little bit on them meeting because it was a significant aspect of the whole circus, you know, because she was. Uh, shown as unfeeling and uncaring because she's Foxy Noxy and she's fucking this Italian guy or whatever. Hell yeah. What was their first date? It was their, well, yeah, so they they go on like a carousel and stuff, but before that, she, there's like suddenly strawberries and chocolate, a chocolate fountain, which is like a germ city. And she takes the strawberry (laughs) and dips it in the chocolate and then hands it and puts it in his mouth and it goes slow motion all of a sudden. And I guess that's the point where he really starts to fall in like with her. I don't know. Uh, fall in that, like yeah, in lust. That, those, that was like probably the scene where I really kind of turned against the way they developed her character is that she was already very flirtatious and a little overly sexually confident. But that scene, like, I don't know why there's a, like, they're in the middle of town and there's a, a, a buffet table with strawberries and a chocolate fountain. And, yeah, like, 
I, I know those already have kind of the the notion that they can be very sexual, you know, chocolates and chocolate and strawberries and chocolate dripping everywhere, blah blah blah, gross. And then like yeah, like you said, they go to a carnival and they're on um, a carousel and like she jumps from her horse to his. And I I think that's like like you said, Steph. Like what were we supposed to? It was almost like they were still kind of shaming, not. Yeah, like they were shaming really, her. Like they were I, saying, I like, felt like it was supposed to make her more sympathetic. Honestly. Really, I thought they were like saying, like, look, she is a very sexual creature oh, and see, being. So I like, never felt that she was in the movie that she was. Besides, like the weird kind of shirt showing of strange cleavage. You know, Wait, the, the, strange the old, cleavage. What well, was strange about I mean, it? It wasn't strange. It was just. It was weirdly. It like was it weird had a choice. tooth sticking out of it. <laughs> It was just a strange choice because she's bartending and it just looked like it's strategic. You know, like there's a lace thing and there's like, it look, just kind of looks like I don't it's remember that strategic at all. cleavage. Yeah, it's just, it just like there was cleavage. <laughs> and the only reason it seemed really weird is because, you know, we know how she dressed and she never actually really dressed that way. Yeah. So it, it kind of goes against itself saying, like, oh, the media is portraying her as Foxy Noxy, but then the Lifetime movie portrays her as Foxy Noxy as well. Right. That, but, that was kind of my whole thing against like her and like, like they get back to his uh, his apartment, I guess, and this is where we find that he has a dead parent, a dead mother. Yeah, true. And yeah, they're just kind of sharing an intimate moment of getting to know each other, and he gives her kind of an awkward kiss, and she's just so overly inviting afterwards. Like, um, I'm not saying like that uh. wouldn't happen, but it was just. I I got the impression they were trying to make her way sexier than she needed to be. Oh, she was, she see, was not saw, as sexy. Yeah, I I just saw it as they were trying to develop a relationship that was the life, the kind of the extra lifetimey part of the movie of two people falling in love or infatuation, and that is why whenever she is feeling vulnerable and worried about the murder and all the questioning and everything that where he's there comforting her. And so she yeah, takes but that's it why like I didn't comfort. understand I why know. they yeah. chose to develop in a very sexual way. I mean, there's a billion ways to show intimacy without making it sexual. And like, yeah, with the dipping the strawberry in it and then like yeah. slowly putting it in his mouth. I mean, it yeah. was, she should have been trimming his toenails. Now that's yeah, a level of intimacy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially if he's Italian. Ugh. Yeah. Or maybe one with of his them taxes. going to the bathroom with the door open. You oh, know, yeah. that's when you know you're in a relationship. Yeah. Right. When you're Taking really a like, shit whatever. in the hallway. Yeah, and cleaning the shit up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you cleaned it up? Oh. Changing each other's diapers. I gotta get another beer. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. Okay, you should be sorry. Talk you amongst are the sorry. class. Ninety two. Yeah. Ninety two so. is when it happened. I'm gonna do it. What I need to watch. In, I need to watch those films. What, what? happened in ninety two? Huh? That's when. That's when Barbie said math was hard. Mm. Bill Clinton became president, and Barbie right. said math was hard. And Bill Got Clinton it. said, "Not no, as hard as I am." am. <laughs> yeah. High five! We did Zach. the same. We did that. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah. Holy shit! That was we're crazy. Trying, we're we're the Zach. You and I are the new me and Stephanie. Oh, what am I then? I am oh. not ready for that level of dedication in this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of brunches to put in. Yeah, Zach. Move. No, thank you. Oh gosh, no, thank brunch. You. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, so- not going to sexually assault statues with you. 
We've never they done that. Statues. They were nobody, they were Christmas ornaments. And no one can prove it. Yes. No one can prove it. They said it. No one has and ever given us It pictures. was Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah. So just yeah. like we don't know that Hayden, Mary Gay Hayden Pilatinier. Aiden? Peyton? Love her. Peyton. All, the, all of them are wonderful. Yeah. Well, the MK Ultra Again, she's the one that fucked that moose. Or whatever it was you guys did. Reindeer, but... <laughs> yeah, moose, you do not want to fuck with moose. From what you I don't. Know. Antlers. You know how big Do not are? sexually assault moose. I don't think you can. I think you would have to get, like, a really big ladder to assault them. Like, or, a really big ladder. Like, a really do big ladder. Do you have ladder. a stepladder? No, all my ladders are still married. <laughs> That's that's not exactly how that took us, but yeah. it was pretty uh, it, <laughs> She left. She melted. She dis she disintegrated. I disintegrated. Dis- I did disintegrated. Dis- Let's write dis- down the word disintegrate. It no, it's disintegrate. Dis- yeah, that's what I was I was doing what you did to the word incredible. Like you cannot give it credit. This right. it cannot she, be assigned. She, she cannot be integrated because she's such a she's she's so dissed. Right. So. We've dissed her too much to be integrated <laughs> into society. So that was the movie, right? Did we do the movie? I mean, do we ever do the movie? Were the Italian accents good? Or were they like... They were, they, they were legitimate. Oh. Yeah, they actually filmed it. It's me, Mario! It's me, Mario! Racist. The, I was very impressed because the house that they were in, we see the exterior shots. It looks exactly like the house that that Amanda actually stayed in. Like the, the I assume it's a lot of brass fixtures and marble. There were a lot of lions eating Christians in it. Yeah. Yeah. Tapestries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carol King was there. But uh That's good. Yeah, it's fine. All our all the all the sixty year olds listening will love that reference. I was gonna say I know Probably that name. I don't understand that reference. Oh wait, I know that name because that's uh Jill's uh mother in law. Who's Carol, Carol King? King is Jill's mother in law? That's incredible. Yeah. I don't know Jill, but good that's for her. In, that's incredible. That, um, that, that's incredible, <laughs> man. That's incredible. Although, oh yeah, so one of my favorite scenes is where um, Patrick Lumbana, he's like, no, I don't think Amanda Knox is bad. I don't don't think she's evil because to be evil, you have to have a soul. She's completely empty and she has no soul after. Yeah, that was that was was right around the time that I was like researching like as whether or not like he because like. There's also a lot of pictures of him and her on the internet hugging and stuff. So I don't know when those were taken. I didn't do my research wasn't that deep. But that was when I found the the article about like somebody very, very angry that, you know, and I was like, I mean, I, I kind of do understand that, but I feel like you are being completely ignorant of what people in power do then. And like mm. like let's let's face it, Italy doesn't have like the best record of being um, yeah. a gracious. I mean, like, we'll gracious- say that their crime is very organized. <laughs> oh, I was thinking more of a Mussolini <laughs> sort of effect. Yeah, what, what effect? I was thinking more of a Mussolini, like maybe that oh. they do have kind of an obsession with power. Like, yeah, yeah. So. that's why it's so well organized. Okay, yeah. Stephanie's referencing the mob, guys, if you can't get that. Like, La Costa Nostra. I said nothing. I said nothing. There is no mafia, huh? Gabish. 
I guess I need to watch more mafia shit. I've only seen Goodfellas, and that is which is extent. probably if you're going to watch great. one mafia shit, I mean, that's going to be the best. Don't but. we all love Ray Liotta? We all love. Ray I don't know. The first two Godfathers They're great. really kind of lay, I lay it out. Just, I the Sopranos. The Sopranos. I, and I need to see yeah. Sopranos as well. And like, oh, the the prequels coming out uh, next month. Is it the Altos? Yes. The Baritones. It's October. Um, October. Okay. But I, I like that was funny. Well, so do they find out who actually did kill poor old Meredith? No. Yeah. I thought they I, mean, I thought <laughs> they knew that he that Rudy well, what's his face? I mean they found his DNA all L Yeah, the place. And he did like, serve time, but I don't know if he's still I think uh, Is he still in jail? I, I, he served, no, I don't like I I do not know, but I I would be surprised if he wasn't still in jail. Rudy Gude, I think or yeah. Guide Guide? I'd be I'd be outraged if he has been exonerated or pardoned or even released. Oh, three weeks after Knox and Raffaele were convicted, Gude has his prison term cut from 30 <laughs> to 24 years before the automatic oh. one-third reduction given for his fast-track trial. Dude, the Italian crime, the Italian justice system is so fucked up. I've been oh, researching yeah. it, and I can't even yeah. understand it. America's is terrible, it's but it's way better than a lot, a lot, a it lot, takes, a lot of places. It takes yeah. all <laughs> the bad aspects of our justice system right. and just right. compounds it and makes it more so, thuggish. Our justice system our justice system at least is an evidence-based justice system you have to have it's supposed to where italians russians even many other countries it is a confession-based yeah no we don't get all the facts whatever if you said you did it even after 55 hours of fucking interrogation then you fucking did it yeah. Well, I mean, that's I feel like there's a lot of people in the U.S. who that's happened to as well. But but I, I do get what you're saying. There are there, yeah. there are a lot worse. There are a few better, though. And and I will say it is a few better. Like there justice as evolved as humans are. Humans still have this weird like commitment to swish, swish, swish morality. And they yeah. want to be just being right. I mean, that's, I think, that's, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to And I don't like, even necessarily like morality, right? Yeah. But they want to be on the side of right. Right, exactly. Yeah. And like, even if they're not, it's like, well, yes. all right, I just got to keep forging through. That's like, I watch like these, some of these state lines, and you know, most state lines are like cut and dry, like black and white. Like, it's definitely it the husband, be. it's definitely the wife. But there's a few that like, it's very obvious. Like, there's one that, and maybe you guys have seen it, that, um, the guy was like playing. He was at a basketball game. That he was like he was like at a pickup basketball game during the time that his family was murdered, and like everybody at the basketball game was like, "Nope, he was there," and they like found like five minutes that they couldn't account him for, and so they were like, "Well, it would only take him eight minutes to drive home, murder everybody, drive back," and it it's just it's it's absolutely ludicrous. And yeah. what was what was my point? Oh, just oh. That, yeah, just that people just want they want to blame somebody. Like it well, doesn't and even matter. And like, they just want to go with whatever's easiest. You know, it's like I can make it happen. I can I yeah. can prosecute this guy. A jury will convict this guy. Not necessarily the guy who actually did it. Right. And like, I, I guess it's just, you know, the it's the family that gets me like, you know, that there's so much evidence like in this guy's case, there's so much evidence that he didn't do it. But the the you know, the family of the wife. 
who's been murdered is like, oh, well, he obviously did. And I'm like, yeah. do you do you really and like it's easy to be objective, right? When you're or yeah. logical or whatever, when you're outside. And like, I don't have sure. all the facts. So maybe I'm totally off base. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, I, I just feel like if I was in that space, like if that happened to like my family, I would want to be much more objective and be like, no, I want to know who did the it. The truth. Like, yeah. Right. I don't want to just be mad at someone. And I'm like, I know. Right. that drives me crazy. Yeah. That's how I, the but, Dateline I watched before our recording ended. It's like, oh, so they convicted. Which the episode dad. was it? I don't remember. Uh, Sorry. They convicted the dad of the murder, but like there was like a step sibling. So they're not step. Oh, it's a staircase. Uh, uh, you were watching the half, staircase. Half siblings. Yeah. But the older daughter that wasn't from this convicted guy's marriage is like, definitely he did it. Well, the other daughters are like, no, he didn't do it. But they're not searching for the other killer. There's no other suspects. It's like fucking obvious. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And I love Dateline. Watch Dateline. It's so Listen good. to us and then, and then immediately watch Dateline. Dateline. And then eat a whole cake if you want to. Yeah. But yeah, you well, do always have... No, oh, ahead, sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, you always do have to wonder what these, like, family members and stuff know that we don't know. Because, like, like sure. watching, like, Stephen Avery and listening Who to... Um, I mean, I think everybody's on that side now. Uh, what was the um, Adonon? Serial. Adon- Serial and and the staircase. He didn't do like, it. He didn't do it. Oh, Adonon definitely did not do that. Um, That's the insane. staircase guy might have done it. He might have done it. I think he might have done it. Because oh, he, he did it before. No, he didn't. That was a fucking I, aneurysm mm, in Germany. I mean, and like the owl, the owl defense is a little. I mean, I like I like the owl defense. I like. I don't think I it's like something it that can be discounted, but I I don't think that he murdered his wife. I don't know. That's a whole other know. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Like seven other podcasts, probably. I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, 99.999% of us will never have to, like, face these scenarios. Knock Thank on wood. fucking God. I don't um, have any wood. Knock on your dick. No. Um, <laughs> ow, ow, ow. Sensitive. Uh... <laughs> So it's always, I mean, it's always so easy, right, to, like, stand back and watch yeah. these things as a spectator. And, For sure. And be swish, 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 objective. And, but, yeah, who knows? I mean, we're, we are, we do not get the inside information. We just get, you know, what's spun to us. Um, at the end of the day, at the end of this movie, like, and the little bit I do know about the case, I, I just, there was not enough DNA evidence to convict Amanda Knox and, and and like I know that saying oh motive wasn't there like if there was a ton of DNA evidence but no motive I would still be like okay well there's DNA evidence but no motive no DNA evidence it's just a sloppily handled investigation too yeah. there was DNA transfer like they didn't catch the Something about the bra. They didn't catch there was DNA in the bra until like 40 days later, 46 yeah. days later, something crazy like that. It's just and, and there was there was cross contamination. You know, cops were handling things with gloves. That had, there was photographic evidence of them handling things with gloves that they'd already handled. It, it's so weird, right? Because like, I'm sure you guys can think about like your job and I can think about my job. Yeah. You would think if I fucked up this badly at work. Like, I'd be fired. At, like, or at least you feel really bad. Yeah. <laughs> well. 
Stephanie and I are kind of in a special uh, circumstances. That you're both like. I would. We, Stephanie or I would have to fuck up like. We never pretty, fuck up. It would, no, no, it would have to be just a very like, it's just like an, incre- like it an incredible, like an incredible, like oh my god, <laughs> yeah, okay, like, like, like it would have to be like right, you set yeah. the place on fire. You but punched an other employee. Isn't that, isn't that yeah. kind of the equivalent? Yeah. Isn't that kind of the equivalent we're talking about? Like when you don't collect evidence for two months. Yeah, like that is kind of like yeah. I think about that. Like we had a patient who showed up Monday. And her her appointment had been moved to Tuesday. She should have been notified. And of course, nobody was fired over that. But like, yeah, I mean, I would have fired. Sorry, I'm watching. I'm watching. If that person I'm, was under me, they'd be gone. Yeah, they're done. No, Fuck sorry. You. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was also watching Zach chase a bug with his hand. He was like, <laughs> he was watching the bug, and I like what was watching. I Zach became one the, of my cats for a you second. Really did. You really did. Like the bug <laughs> was circling that light, and you were just like. I'm so high. So <laughs> um, I just, yeah, like I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how, like, the police force in any of these cases that become very controversial and open, like, sit there and defend themselves because, like, oh, yeah, I fuck up at they work. Can't be wrong. Yeah, I, and I like I fuck up work. I fuck up at work. It happens. You come and to it, though. I like, would I never, up. like, defend myself, especially You would if look it like had, an asshole. Well, if it has such large implications. If it has such large implications, I wouldn't sit there in front of the world and go, nope. Nope, sorry. I'm right. And yeah. that's what I don't understand about these scenarios is, like, yes, there are probably times that I've fucked up at work and I've probably tried to defend myself or, you know, make excuses or whatever. But in those moments, it wasn't so large that it was, like, life-changing for anybody who was affected. Yeah, no one's life was on the line. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I wasn't on a world stage going, nope, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm yeah. right, I'm right, I'm right. And that's what I don't understand with these people when they get to these scenarios. I'm like, how can you be that confident? Like... <laughs> you gotta be. I think but there's a lot be. of sociopaths out there. You shouldn't be that confident. And a lot you of should... them are in law enforcement. Yeah, I think or that's judges. the problem. It's, you yeah. gotta sell it, whatever it is. It's, even all, if it's... it's all connection, especially in Italy, where you're all connected like the fucking mafia. You know, the justice system. Organized, some would say. You know what? And, right, very organized. And in Italy, they reworked their whole structure in the late 80s to be, so the cop, the police are not responsible for investigation. It's the prosecutors. Right. Yeah. And a lot of prosecutors have been murdered in Italy. That's like, they have a history of murdered prosecutors. Yep. Now, in in Italy's defense, a lot of the things that don't really exist that we're not going to talk about because we don't want to get murdered, Stephanie. It's fine. Uh, they're more in the southern part. Northern part, mm. it's beautiful. And this it's was amazing. southern, though. This was southern Italy, though, right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. everything's in southern. It's the, northern Italy is very rural. It was awesome. But um, it's great. I don't know. I've never really been to Europe. There is no mob. Please don't kill for, us. Like, hours. There's totally a mob. A I muerte. Oh, muerte. Yeah, we're safe now. Great. All right. So that's the movie. That's the uh, movie. You're going to get murdered. If you travel, you will get murdered. Or get I accused of murder. It. You'll get accused or of murder. Or one of the two. And then probably a third. Or both. Exactly. That's what know. I meant. 
You never like know. when you poop and pee at the same time. Oh, that's like a bonus. Yeah. Do you ever feel guilty for pooping when you go to pee? Because you're like, I no. didn't come in here to poop. <laughs> Only if I'm still standing while peeing. <laughs> then I feel bad. Oh, God. That's <laughs> for man. Uh, remember, guys, you can't technically be racist against other white people. I just followed uh, my daily shoes on uh, Instagram. Uh, okay. For, for Lifeline Podcast because we're on Instagram and oh, uh, we are. And uh, my daily shoes might be Dr. Susan's uh, Instagram for uh, her shoes. Okay, uh, I was wondering who that was. Yeah, I was too. I actually myself, uh, as socially awkward extrovert, only started following a couple weeks be- ago because of you and Susan and this podcast. Cecily and I were at a doctor's office the other day, and the doctor came in, and I looked down at her feet, and I'm like, this bitch wearing Rothy's. <laughs> Did you tell her? Did you no, say, are you Dr. Susan? You bitch wearing Rothy's. You should ask her. You, next How many pairs she has, and if they're no, color-coded? No, just ask her if she knows Dr. Susan. Be like, do you, sure. you know Dr. Susan? Do you know Dr. <laughs> Susan? Yeah. The because other Dr. Rothy Susan doctor? Dr. Susan also <laughs> likes Rothy's. <laughs> What I'm saying is I bet there's a lot of successful lady doctors rocking Rothy's. I mean, we also just call them doctors now. Because of the shoes is why I said. Uh-huh, uh-huh, because you guys don't like shoes. Because, Zach, you hate shoes, right? I don't wear Rothy's. So, <laughs> Not it's a yet, lady's shoe. Because they haven't made them big enough. Yeah, but I need they a harvest, They harvest a few more bottles. Actually, they did, did look they? very comfortable. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Letterboxd. Follow socially awkward extrovert on Instagram. That's Rachel. Follow. <laughs> I am awkward right now, a lady doctor. Awkward dog <laughs> recordings. Oh my gosh! Let's start another Instagram awkward lady doctor. Okay. Where she always has to announce that she's a lady doctor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I'm I'm That's getting good. I'm getting. Uh, That's fine. Conjointly yeah. high. Yeah, he is blowing conjoint. it right in your face. Like really every is. time he yeah. blows out, it goes up into your screen. Look at this. Uh, this, We are. Please email us at lifelinepodcast at gmail.com because we would love to hear from you. And most of all, we just want you to go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us, please. Please, please, please. Tell 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 three people this week about this podcast, or just one. I, am, I implore I'll take you. One. Yeah, I'll take one. Meaning, but if you don't tell three I'm people, gonna like I'm, I'm going to pick a third person in your life, and we're going to take them. <laughs> Remember Billy? Now there's a lot of people that might be new to us and oh, don't I realize forgot about that Billy. we. Yeah, see, we we forgot about a person that we kidnapped. We did a Canadian, Billy. so it's not a total. We returned person. him with minus one limb. Yeah, and that was that was his fault, honestly. Yeah, he yeah. tried to run away. Right. That's true. Yes. Well, great. Right? Email us, <laughs> rate us, rate us, review us, follow us on social media. We love you. We love you. What do you want from me? Thank you for listening. We love you. What do you want from Rachel? You're, you're really not that great, honestly. Rachel thinks you're okay, and I love you. And Zach will shit on your face and tell him. Tell I'm you. I'm indifferent to your sufferings. Right.